Hello and welcome back to Mel's Monday Musings. Um, I always find the introduction bit a little bit awkward because I just never know how to start it, what kind of tone of voice to start it with. Um, but um, welcome back and thank you for listening again. Um, I know that there are people listening because I now have statistics on uh, the amount of people who are downloading or playing them, which is really exciting to have. Um, and also I've had some some lovely feedback from people who have listened to uh, my previous episodes episodes um especially the one about therapy which I did a couple of weeks back um so it means a lot to everyone who has reached out and um and you know um talked to me about their experiences because uh it's always good to share things and to talk so this week's podcast um I'm kind of modeling it on one of my favorite podcasts which is called how to fail by Elizabeth Day um, and Elizabeth Day interviews different people about their failures um, because she believes, obviously, and well, I believe too, that our failures, obviously, are the things that define us the most and actually push us on to, you know, the successes that we do have. And um, what's really interesting is like the different ones I've listened to. There's an amazing one. Her first ever guest is actually Phoebe Wallerbridge, which is incredible. Um, I think they're they're friends and she got her to to be the first guest and um, she does another there's two with Phoebe um, because the one actually she did right at the beginning is kind of just as she was entering into this you know crazy period of fame and you know becoming the woman that we all love and know her for now Um, and actually um, the second one is also very interesting because obviously life has changed a lot for Phoebe and um what she is defining as failures in her own mind are, are really, really interesting. There's another one with Andrew Scott. I know a lot of you know how much I love him. That's a great one. And I've just seen that there is one with Ovi from Love Island. Love him. He's an absolute babe. So definitely going to listen to that after I've done this. Um, but the one that I've listened to a few times now is the one actually with Elizabeth herself. And um, she actually has a really interesting life story and and how things have panned out for her um it's not the kind of typical you know road well she for a long time was on this very typical normal road um but then life threw her some curveballs and and things changed and um yeah it's a really interesting listen so I, i really highly recommend so today's idea is to talk about three kind of things or failures which i feel have defined me um and, and and what I've kind of learnt from them. So let's let's dive in. The first one's an interesting one. It's um basically me failing the eleven plus. Now a lot of you might not know what the eleven plus is, but it's something that we all take in year six um in in Buckinghamshire to kind of go on to grammar schools. Um, and um, you work very hard towards it and then in your first term of year six um, you don't actually know the dates I don't think can't remember it was years ago um, you turn up to school and you know you just are called in to sit these exams and um, I had been doing quite well with them I'd been kind of like borderline like passing pretty much all the way through the test papers um, and then when it came to the actual exams, it was it was different. We weren't actually writing the answers on the papers this that year. We were writing them on a different answer sheet. Um, you had like I think choices of A, B, and C, and um, 
I think what turns out now, obviously looking with hindsight of my dyslexia, is that I started the the paper and probably was going okay. Then I probably didn't know how to answer a question, so I left it. But I didn't leave it out on the spreadsheet. So when I was filling in the answers, I think I was filling in the wrong, <laughs> the wrong um, questions, um, because I know that. I really didn't do very well in them at all compared to all the test papers that I've been doing. I don't actually know what my overall mark was, but I know that um, I definitely wasn't anywhere near passing. And um, although that sounds like quite a strange one for a failure and, um, you know, what happened was I ended up going to a private secondary school, um, which potentially probably was always the plan but I don't know maybe if I had passed um the grammar school would have been somewhere where I would have gone um but I feel that actually the hindsight of failing was just so I was so lucky because I actually went to this school um this secondary school that was just it sounds so weird to say but oh my god it was amazing I had such a great time at Piper's um it completely defined the person that I am and um, and I made the most incredible friendships, like incredible friendships. Um, and I feel so lucky that I was able to to go there and and um, and be taught by some amazing teachers, teachers who I still keep in touch with now and yeah, have the friends that I have. So I was abs I still remember it, I was absolutely gutted to have failed. Um, I feel like I had done, you know, I, I just was really shocked and I really thought that I was going to pass. But actually, didn't matter at all. Didn't matter at all. Uh, probably was the best thing to happen to me. Um, and Piper's was just a really, a really awesome place to go to. So, yeah, I wish I could go back and tell that 11 year old, like, not to worry. <laughs> actually, passing wasn't the be or end all of, of anything. My second one that I wanted to talk about was um, I got really far down for a well I got to the final two for a job um, so before I, I worked at Spotlight I w was a young performer um, agent's assistant or junior agent I worked my way up to junior agent and um, I thought that I wanted to work as an agent in the future and I really wanted to work with adults and um, I got to there's there's some really really big agencies in the UK and probably one of the top ones well no personally I think it's the top one but I won't name it um, because there are quite a few and I still work in the industry still want to don't want to you know bad mouth anyone but um this particular agency um, is renowned and has incredible people that they represent and um, I got down to the final two for it and I was in my second interview with the agent who I would be assisting and it was going really well fabulous absolutely bonding I was like this is going good guns um, and I would have been second assistant um, yes, it's such a big agency that he doesn't just have two, uh, one assistant, he had two. Um, and I was obviously interviewing for the second position. And um, I then went into the room um, to talk to the first assistant. Um, and I knew the moment the door shut and we started talking, I knew I hadn't got the job. 
I, she just we just yeah there was no gel between us um there was no rapport um I can read a situation pretty quickly in terms of communication and the person in front of me and I was like nope this job is not going to me um and I was gutted because at the time it was the absolute dream job for me like dream job it was everything um but again once again um that didn't obviously happen for me and a few months later I landed the role um, in membership support at Spotlights and moved to Spotlights and you know now with hindsight and what I know um the agency world just it just isn't for me like I really loved being an agent but it just wasn't um the right path because uh, what I've come to realise is how much of a kind of work-life balance I really want and um, and I, I you know there's so many things in life that you know I think are essential and and working is very important to me I work very very hard but I think there's it's important to define between um, you know life at work and life outside of work so um if I'd been, if I'd taken that job, it would have been an incredible job, but I would have been working hours that I can't even imagine. Um, and I do know the the person who got the job over me um, and um, they're still there to this day. And um, I think they're a perfect fit. They're exactly the person that, that should have got the job. And um, yeah, I can remember just, I can just remember getting the, the email and just feeling absolutely gutted that I hadn't got it because, um, I was ready to move on from from where I was and I was just so ready for a new adventure and um that moment when I was like oh back to square one again got to start sending out the CV again I thought I was so there with landing that job but unfortunately that was not to be the case but as I said those kind of things happened and then now I sit here and kind of think about where I am and actually I'm glad that it played out the way that it did now my third one's quite interesting one and it's it's slightly weird and I'm going to try not get too emotional while talking about it but I can't I can't promise that my voice won't won't waver a little bit. So one thing I've had to really um work on and wish that I had um done better at and and not failed at so much when I was younger was setting boundaries. Now that might sound like a really <laughs> therapy thing to say, um, but um, I'm a people pleaser and I want to kind of um, always um, listen to other people's um, wants and needs over my own. And I wish that I had been able to um, listen to me a little bit more um, and not mould myself into being something that someone wants actually when that's not who I am. And that's particularly hard because of certain stuff that I've gone through over the past uh, couple of years with particularly one friendship and I highly doubt that person listens to these podcasts but I just hope, uh, <laughs> I just hope that they know that the situation of setting that boundary between us was a lot, was to do with, a lot to do with me and not just to do with them, um, which I think they think it was about their situation and it wasn't, 
it was also about me <laughs> so um, I know it's very cryptic probably a lot of you are thinking what is Mel talking about um, but yeah I, something I wish I'd learned sooner was to be able to say no and move away from things if they weren't right because um, I try so hard because I see I get excited and I see the possibility of things. I've always been an optimist. I've always looked for the greater good. I kind of, you know, have a very vivid imagination and I kind of just see things and I think, oh my goodness, this could totally work and this is this is great. Um, but obviously um, that's my side of things. That's not always the other person's side of things. And um, yeah, I think it's interesting to kind of make sure that um, you, you do um, set yourself um, you know boundaries because otherwise you do get trodden on a little bit which is something that I'm learning still learning but um, yeah it's it's better than it was for sure so yeah that's my definition of the kind of things that jump to mind when recording this podcast about failure um, it's those things in life that where you're pushed to the the moments that you think oh god um well this is complete <laughs> fill in the blank um but actually when you are through that situation and you can look back and look at it with hindsight it is amazing what um happens next um so yeah um what can i say it's always good to learn stuff about oneself and um and uh, yeah, the journeys that we're all on. So there we go. There is my little waffling podcast for the day. Um, and I hope you're all having a lovely Monday. Thank you for listening. And um, hopefully I'll be back in a couple of weeks. I think this is my penultimate episode. I'm going to do one more for this season and then have a little think about where to go with them for, uh, next time. So um, thank you so much for listening. Bye.